Welcome to episode 12 of Yoga with Matt. My name is Matt Mulcahy. This practice is called Hip Joint Checkup. It's a live 75 minute class recorded at Battersea Yoga in London. In modern life, the hip joint can become stuck and sticky. And yoga offers a great opportunity to unravel the uneased, often caused by sitting or inactivity, even stress. The hip joint is more than just a ball and socket. It's a 360 degree circumference that is designed to move. This class will focus on creating freedom and stability in each of the four main hip compartments. We'll begin in a seated meditation and you might like a block or a folded blanket to sit on. Enjoy. So I think we can begin in a seated meditation. So a cross-legged seated meditation. Uh, if you want to sit on something, then that's uh, totally up to you. Um, feel free to close the eyes. You might want to soften the gaze. And let your hands and arms rest in a, a place, maybe on your knees or in your lap, that just feels comfortable and easeful for these beginning portions of practice. So we're going to have time to be active, to move, to create freedom, to be mobile. But in contrast, enjoy these beginning moments in this seat in a way that is restful, quiet and easeful. And whilst we'll focus pretty specifically around the circumference of the hip joint, that's not to say we don't want to discount other parts of the body. So as you just settle in here and observe how you're feeling, you might take a moment to see how the body as one whole is doing this morning. And then bring your awareness to your hip joint and your sitting bones. And whatever you're sitting on, allow them to have a quality of heaviness, of weight. Because in this particular position, they're almost considered a base. And then allow the space from the base of the spine to lift slightly upwards. So the spinal column has a characteristic of lightness. And then without shifting it too much, if you can avoid it, be aware of your pattern of breathing. So like the state of the body, I'll presume it's probably pretty soft, maybe even has a natural quality to it.
And feeling the feeling of sitting in this way in the context of your yoga practice. Great, and then when you're ready, allow some light back into your gaze. So we're gonna remain seated for just the first kind of small element of practice. If you're sitting on something and it feels comfortable, stay as you are. What I'd like, to, like you to do with your feet and your legs is to shuffle the feet more to the sides of the long edge of the mat. And then with your shins, allow them to shuffle a little further forward so they're a bit more parallel with the top of the mat. So when you have a bit of a glance down at the structure of the legs, it kind of resembles a bit of a square or a box. If you can keep that, do. And then bring your fingertips out in front. On an inhale, lift the chest a little as a means to lengthen the spine a bit. And as you exhale, begin to walk as far forward as feels reasonable and then allow the head to eventually drop. And then we're here for about five to six cycles of breath. In terms of the compartment of the hip joint, this is likely the outer hip joint here. It's not to say that everybody is gonna feel this specifically there, but likely uh, the outer hip is where you feel some stimulation. So over the next couple of moments, just kind of feel what it feels like in your body this morning. And then let your breath be such that it's accommodating to that level of sensation. Great. And then staying in exactly the same pose. Bring your awareness to the outer blades of your feet and then start to press the outer blades of the feet down into your yoga mat. And then what you start to feel there is a slight shift in sensation and tone around the space that being lengthened out. So you could say that that's a characteristic of strength and stability. Take another cycle of breath to feel this in your body. Great. And then inhale, slowly come back up to center. Exhale, cross the legs around so the opposite shin is out in front. And again, just set it up the same way in that the feet shuffle wide, shins more parallel. So the more surface area kind of helps to target the outer hip in a bit more of a specific way. And then fingertips out in front. On an inhale, little lift of the torso, just to broaden. And as you exhale, you're in control how far you come down. Like it's early in the practice, so there's no need to be kind of pretty ambitious. It's kind of feel what's happening around the outer compartment of your hip joint. And of course, this, this is an asymmetrical position as well. So maybe you observe the similarities or differences between the two sides here. Generous breath, let it accommodate your sensations. And then staying in the same pose, begin to press the outer blades of the feet down into the mat and you'll feel it. Like you don't want to linger with that type of sensation too long because it's pretty demanding, but it's important to create contrast, tone and stability as well as freedom and spaciousness in our hip joint. Enjoy that for another cycle of breath. And then inhale, come all the way up to center. 
Exhale, just come over the legs to an all fours tabletop position. I, I recommend coming to the top part of your mat just for transition purposes. And then over the course of the next, let's say four to five breaths, uh, some self-led movement here in a way that just feels comfortable for you. So you could move through something traditional like cat-cow, inhale to arch, exhale to round, but really anything goes here. And given that this is more of a dynamic practice, perhaps an awareness to your wrists and your hands to create just a little bit of uh, load and weight bearing just to kind of prep them for where we um, move to a little bit later on. Yeah, nice. Keep your breath generous, possibly even your breath audible as well. If, if you're familiar with uh, breathing with sound, ujjayi pranayama, I invite you to introduce this and if it's not working for you, breathe in a way that feels supportive. So another cycle of breath thereabouts. And then return to a fairly neutral tabletop position. Curl the toes onto the mat behind you. Take an inhalation as you are. Exhale, downward facing dog, eventually lifting the sitting bones upwards. And again, same thing, some self-led practice over the course of the next four or five breaths. And, um, you know, maybe here you pay a bit of extra attention to parts of the body that aren't the hip, like the shoulders or the back of the legs. Yeah, really nice. So creating diversity and balance in our, in our physical practice. Wonderful. There's no immediate rush, but when it feels like the right time to come to somewhat of a relative static downward facing dog, then make that a reality for you. And whether or not your knees are bent or you're mo moving more towards straight legs, Allow the sitting bones to lift in a more upwards direction. Yeah, nice. And that, that upwards direction helps to lengthen more of the spine here. So it's feeling spacious and long. Feel this for another cycle of breath. And then inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose, round the spine so the weight comes forward. Place the foot to the top of the mat. Bring your hands or fingertips to the inside of the front foot. If you need to shuffle the foot a little to the side, that's fine. And then this is a fairly wide stance. So you almost kind of consider this to be a, a runner's lunge. And then bring the chest forward here. On an inhale, bend the back knee so it hovers just a couple of inches off the mat. And as you exhale, re-extend and straighten. Three more times. Inhale, bend the back knee, pause. Exhale to re-extend, so front compartment and hip joint. Inhale, bend the back knee. Exhale, extend, drive back with the heel. Once more in movement, inhale to bend. And then exhale to re-extend. Stay as you are, keep your breath. Let the chest come forward as you drive back with that back heel. As you are, take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. You just settle in there for about a breath. Then inhale, shift the weight forward to a high plank position and use the whole of your exhale to get back to downward facing dog. So unrushed, skillful movements. That's it. Inhale, shift the weight forward to a plank-like position. And then again, taking it slow, downward facing dog, gliding the sitting bones up and back. Beautiful, everyone. 
Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee through center and place the foot to the top of the mat. So fingertips, fists or hands inside of the front foot, whatever feels good. This is a pretty long stance. Then inhale, bend the back knee, hovers an inch or so. Exhale to re-extend, continue with your breath. Inhale, bend the back knee, hovers. Exhale to re-extend, drive back with the heel, twice more. Inhale to bend, chest is forward, yes. Exhale to re-extend, once more like this. Inhale to bend, exhale to re-extend. So stay as you are, prioritize the chest coming forward to drive back with that back heel, so top compartment of that back hip. Inhale as you are, downward facing dog as you exhale. Again, just settle in for about a breath, so we're not rushing here. And then this time, inhale, shift the weight forward to a high plank position. As you exhale, bring the knees and the tops of the feet down. Pause, shift the weight forward and tuck the tail under. So just for a bit of diversity here, a couple of chaturanga push-ups, but modified. So on an inhale, push the mat away from you, tuck the tail. Exhale, chest forward and bend at the elbows towards 90 degrees. Inhale, push back up to center. Exhale, chest forward, bend at about 90 degrees. Once more. Inhale, push up. Exhale, bend, pause, and then lower to the floor. Nice work. Keep the gaze down, raise the chest and the head off the mat. Pause there, modified cobra. Anchor the pubis down, let the chest move a little bit forward here if you can. And if you can nestle the elbows slightly into the body, see how you go with that. Together, take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Beautiful. Again, take a couple of moments here. Settling in, creating some foundations for practice. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee to the nose round the spine and place the foot to the top of the mat. Lower the back knee and foot and then lift the torso upright and place your hands onto your waist. And I want you to kind of locate your hip points with your fingers and lift the hip points up to the navel. And as you do that, the tailbone will draw down and hopefully the top of the back hip creates a little bit more like spaciousness and enlivening. I want you to keep that if you can and then lunge a little deeper, reach the arms up. If you'd like to lift the gaze, totally go for it. So in this variation of low lunge, lift the hip points continuously up to the navel and then you help to access and target more of the top compartment of your hip. Yeah. Another couple of moments here. And then as you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, bring both hands to the inside of the front foot. Curl the back toes, lift the back knee. Now together, squeeze that right knee to the right outer arm. That's your inner leg or inner hip compartment. If that feels pretty okay, you can stay there. But if you want to intensify, float the right foot off the mat and point the toes behind you. In both versions, you want to prioritize knee and arm squeezing firmly. Yeah, that's it. And then wherever you are, take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Settle in, couple of moments. Again, moving with breath, inhale, shift the weight forward to a plank-like position. Unrushed, down dog as you exhale. Fantastic. Once more, inhale, shift forward to high plank position. So just sinking movement and breath here. 
downward facing dog as you exhale. Nice everyone at home. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee through center and place the foot to the top of the mat. Same thing, lower the back knee and foot. Lift the torso up and like be tactile. Get your hip points and physically lift them up towards the navel. And then what you feel on the top of the back hip, keep it. You can lunge a little further to intensify. Go ahead, raise the arms. It's kind of like a reformed version of Anjayanasana. Ease full breath, hip points lifting to the navel. As you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, hands to the inside of the front foot, curl back toes and lift the back knee. And then as you squeeze firmly the left knee to the left arm, it's subtle, but the inner compartment of your hip engages. Keep this or float the left foot off the mat, point it behind you, but don't lose that knee and arm connection. Yeah, push the mat away. Beautiful. Wherever you are, take an inhalation. Down dog as you exhale. Pause, take a moment. And then again, just repeating what you did earlier. Inhale, shift the weight forward to high plank position. Knees down, chest forward, pause. And then three times. First, inhale, push the mat away, tuck the tail under. Exhale, bend towards halfway, squeeze the elbows in, that's it. Inhale, push back up. Exhale, just to halfway, really to strengthen the shoulder frame. One more time. Inhale, push up. Elbows in, bend towards halfway, and then to the floor. Gaze down. Again, lift the head and the chest off the mat, modified cobra. Pubis down, chest forward, and now raise the hands off the mat as you keep the elbows inwards. And then as you do this, the spinal muscles begin to engage a little bit more dynamically. Another final option is to gently raise the feet off the mat. And then as you do that, it's the back component of your hip joint, your glutes, that will subtly begin to strengthen. Gaze down, Annie, if you can. That's it. Together, take an inhalation. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Beautiful. Just settling in here, about kind of four or five cycles of breath. So keep anchoring your hands down. Firm the outer arms. Lift the groins and broaden your sitting bones. That's it. And then when you're ready, step or jump to the top of the mat. Have your feet at about hip width distance apart. And then as you get there, slide the hands to the shin bones, lengthen the chest halfway. I'd like you to pause there. So if you need to bend the knees, fine. Let the shoulders and the hips be in the same plane. And then I'd like you to imagine that you're trying to squeeze a block in between your thighs. So they're not gonna move much, but energetically the muscles are moving inwards. You can stay here or reach the arms out in front of you to intensify. But this is a hip-focused practice, so focus on the inner compartment of your hips moving inwards. Philippe, if you can reach the arm forward, see how you go with that. So forward towards me, not that's it, there you go. And then wherever you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold. It's a couple of moments in a passive forward bend. If you want to sway the hips or do anything like that, totally go for it. And then hands to hips. With a flat back, inhale, come all the way up to standing. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Great. Together take an inhalation and a full complete exhalation. So we'll start with two half salutations. 
Inhale, extend the arms overhead, look upwards. Exhale, forward fold over the legs, possibly with bent knees. Hands to shins, inhale, draw the chest forward, thighs back. Exhale to refold back over the legs. That's it. To standing, inhale, reach the arms back overhead, lift the gaze. Exhale, arms back alongside the body. So we'll do this one more time. Inhale, extend the arms upwards. Exhale, forward bend over your legs. You got it. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Inner legs are active. Refold as you exhale, relax your neck. To standing, inhale, reach the arms overhead, look upwards. Exhale, arms alongside the body. One lunge salutation. Inhale, the arms reach. This is for front hip compartment. Exhale to forward bend over your legs. Great rhythm, everyone. Inhale, lengthen halfway, legs active. Exhale, step your right foot back, lower the back knee and foot. Inhale, reach the arms overhead. Stay for your exhalation. Lift the hip points to the navel to activate. And then inhale, reach up with the fingers. Exhale, the hands to the mat. Downward facing dog first. Inhale, shift the weight forward, high plank position. Knees down, chest forward, lower to the floor skillfully for modified cobra with hands. Inhale, raise the chest, draw the elbows inwards. Downward facing dog as you exhale. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, place the foot to the top of the mat, lower the back, knee and foot. Inhale, reach the arms. Stay for the exhalation, let the hip points raise just so there's further tone. Inhale, reach out of the waist. Exhale, the hands down, step forward with your back foot. You've got it. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold on an exhalation. To standing, use the legs to drive the arms upwards. Look up. Refold as you exhale. So we'll repeat, but start with other side. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, left foot steps back, lower the back knee and foot. You got it. Inhale, reach the arms. Great, Leo. Stay for the exhalation. Hip points lift to the navel. Inhale as you are. Exhale, the hands down, downward facing dog, pause. Inhale, shift forward to plank position. Knees down, exhale to the floor, cobra with no hands. Inhale, chest, hands raise off the mat. Downward facing dog as you exhale, great. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, quietly step foot, top of the mat, lower knee and foot. Inhale, Anjayanasana. Unrushed, stay for your exhalation and enjoy it. Inhale, reach a little upwards. Exhale, hands down. Step forward with the back foot. Beautiful. Inhale, lengthen. Inner compartment of hip engaged. Exhale to forward bend. To standing, inhale, drive the arms and look upwards. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Take an inhalation and a complete exhalation. Couple of rounds through Namaskar A. Inhale, extend the arms, look upwards. Exhale to forward fold over your legs. Inhale to lengthen halfway. Exhale, find plank position and pause. Take an inhale in plank. 
Exhale, lower to the floor, either with knees or straight legs for locust pose. So arms alongside the body, lift chest, arms, possibly the legs are raising off the mat. Exhale, downward facing dog, settling in, couple of cycles of breath, about four or five. So as you arrive, kind of focus on a, a steady, rhythmic, unrushed breath. Lift, the, lift and broaden the sitting bones. And then as your body starts to respond really in, in down dog, perhaps you experiment with bringing the thighs up and back. Yeah. And then after your next exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, either walk, step, or a little jump, top of the mat. Great, Jane. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold on an exhalation. To standing, inhale, the arms reach overhead, look upwards. Exhale, arms alongside the body. So final variation. Inhale to extend the arms. Exhale to forward bend over your legs. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, find plank position and pause. Inhale in plank, push the mat away from you. Exhale, chaturanga, either with straight legs or knees down. Inhale, perhaps upward facing dog or a different backbend. Downward facing dog as you exhale. And just settle in here, four to five breaths. As we start to build this out a little bit uh, shortly, you'll always have options in terms of how you connect via vinyasa. Given that they're optional, you can skip them. You can also mix up your backbends as well. Fantastic. After your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, either walk step or a light hop top of the mat. Have your feet slightly apart if you can. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Refold as you exhale. Find chair pose, Utkatasana. So we're going to work this in a slightly more specific way for the hip joints. So I like you to kind of reimagine that you've got a brick in between your thighs and the inner legs are moving inwards. So this is a muscular intention. And then bring your awareness to the outer compartment of your legs and your hips and imagine that they're moving away from each other. So there's this kind of circumference of strength and stability happening around the upper legs and your hip joints. You might sit a little deeper to intensify if you wish, but that's totally optional. Together, take an inhalation. Forward fold as you exhale. Beautiful. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, chaturanga or something else to get back to downward facing dog. If you're connecting via vinyasa, great, but be skillful in the execution of your movement. So move with breath, awareness. Yeah, super nice. From downward facing dog, inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee through center and quietly place the foot to the top of the mat. High crescent lunge. Inhale, the arms lift. As you exhale, bring your hands to your waist. You probably know what I'm going to say. Lift your hip points up to the navel. This will be a little stronger than low lunge, but if you can keep that action going, do. Now drive back with the back heel. That will intensify. Raise the arms to the ceiling, maybe lift the gaze. You're totally welcome to lunge deeper into the front thigh, but the priority here is the top compartment of your hip joint. And to access this in a targeted way, keep lifting the hip points up towards the navel and drive back with that back heel. Really nice. Where you are, take an inhalation. 
Exhale, hands to the mat, downward facing dog, pause. Settle in for a couple of moments. Settle in for a couple of moments. Inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee through your center, place the foot to the top of the mat. High crescent lunge, inhale, the arms lift. And then as you exhale, hands to the waist. And like be tactile, kind of fish around for the sensations as you lift the hip points up, tail down. Drive back with the back heel and then extend the arms crescent. You can totally lift the gaze if you wish. I find if in my body, if I lunge too far forward into that front thigh, I lose the precision on the top of the hip. There's a time and a place for that for sure. But this morning, we're kind of focusing on more of the 360 degrees. So just be aware of that. Great, Nikki. Together, take an inhalation. Exhale the hands down, downward facing dog, pause. Take a moment, let that register and digest. And then together, inhale, shift the weight forward, high plank position, pause. In a moment, we're gonna come through three chaturanga dips. You can do this as you did with the knees down or have straight legs. So now together, take an inhalation. Exhale, lower halfway, elbows in, tuck the tail. Inhale, push back up to center. Exhale, halfway, elbows in. Inhale up. Exhale, lower halfway. And then to the floor. Great, nice control. Bring the arms alongside the body. And then this time, shuffle the feet and the legs wider so you can bring the heels in and the toes outwards. When you're ready, lift head, chest, arms off the mat. And then raise the legs off the mat. Keep drawing the heels in and the toes out. And then what you're likely experiencing around your bum is your external rotators. You could even go have a touch of your bum and see how on they are, if you wish. <laughs> it's a very tactile class this morning. <laughs> Take another cycle of breath. <laughs> and then exhale, release. Yes. Yeah, take a moment here. Shake the bum, shake hips if you need. And then over the course of the next kind of two breaths, be in downward facing dog and then we'll start to move on from there. So once there, take a moment to reaffirm your commitment to breathing, to being part of this practice. And then after your exhalation, bend the knees, look forward, travel softly, quietly, top of the mat. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, refold. Come back to chair pose on an inhale, sitting bones down, arms reach. Exhale, stand up straight, close eyes or soft gaze. And just for a moment here, tune into your inner rhythm. You can really interpret that however you wish. It's just a, a moment before we carry on. Great. And then eyes to open if they're closed. So kind of same setup in a way and we'll start to layer this a little bit. Feet slightly apart, inhale back to chair pose. And then as you come into chair pose again, Imagine a block is in between the inner leg and a hip compartment. And then outer hip compartment moving outwards. And then if you're challenging yourself, you might work the thighs now to parallel with the floor so you sit deeper. Lift the belly up if you're going a little deeper. Yeah, really nice. Keep your breath. And then as you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold back over the legs. Inhale, lengthen halfway. 
Exhale, you might step or float into Chaturanga or choose a different journey to return to Down Dog. Nice, Natalie. Inhale, raise if you're back bending, and then exhale, downward facing dog. Great work. Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. Exhale, bring the knee through center, quietly place the foot to the top of the mat. Warrior one. So back foot down roughly 45 degrees. Inhale, the arms probably take you up. And as you exhale, hands to waist. You know what I'm going to say. So lift the hip points up. But interestingly, in warrior one, with your left hand, as you do that, touch your left butt cheek. It feels strong and on. Yeah, I want you to keep that. It's like a strong butt. And then maybe you lunge a little deeper, that's optional. And then go ahead, reach the arms up. You can lift the gaze if you want. You could also come into a mild backbend here. So you lift up and out of the base of the spine. But this is a pelvis or hip focus. So let that back left glute, which forms part of the back part of your hip joint, be strong. You could even reinforce that by pressing the back foot firmly into the mat. So another breath or so. Beautiful. If you're backbending, just come out a little and then together straighten the front leg, bring your hands at center. Take an inhalation, you might lift the chest a little. Exhale, fold about halfway or as far as feels comfortable over that uh, front leg. Let's take a few moments into this variation of Pajvottonasana. So likely your right hamstring is gone. Hey mate, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a moment to feel that. It's now in a lengthened position. And as I mentioned earlier, we want to create some diversity and tone in our practice. So listen, press that front heel into the mat and without actually moving it, imagine you're trying to slide it back to the back foot and you'll feel it. It's demanding, but now you've got a little bit of clarity and tone on the hamstring. Together, come up at about halfway pause. Turn the back heel up so it's now raised off the mat. Lean forward, warrior three, lift the back leg off the mat. If you need to bend that standing right knee, totally go for it. And then keep your breath evolving through balance. Bring your awareness to the right outer hip, that's your standing leg. And create firmness like you've been doing in chair pose. Take a breath. And then continuing to balance, bring that back left knee towards your chest and lift the torso upright. Pause here. Find somewhere to focus your gaze and then take an inhalation. Exhale, let your left leg move out to the left hand side for an active version of tree. I want you to consider both hip points facing forward so you can feel your own active range. Yeah, or, or you can adjust as well. Perfect. Uh, in, your, in your external rotators. Let's kind of take another breath there. And then slowly come back to center, bend that right knee just a little, and then place the left outer ankle on top of your right knee. So active, what's well, a standing version of pigeon or galavasana. So you can stay here, but if the space avails, you might start to sit down a little deeper, but you're really governed by how much range you have in this variation. How's your breathing? So this is outer hip compartment. Great focus. To come out of this slowly, when you're ready, inhale, left knee to the chest. Exhale, palms down. It, yeah. In fairness, that's quite a long time to balance. So yeah, do what you need to do. 
you know we got the other side though. <laughs> um, they're going to come in slightly differently. Um, so top of the mat uh, again, let the heels move in and the toes move out uh, and separate the feet a bit wider. And then with the arms alongside the body, on an inhale, reach the arms overhead. As you exhale, come into a squat, malasana. Now, as your hands connect at center, I'd like you to focus on squeezing the knee and the outer arm firmly. That forms part of the inner compartment of your hip joint. So firm that connection. If you're like, yeah, I'm pretty kind of chill here for five breaths, you're here, own it. If you want to move into Bakasana or Crow, then you'd bring the hands out in front of you, keep the knee and the outer arm connection firm, and then start to shift the weight forward into the hands until potentially one foot or both feet come off the mat. Look forward, not down. That's it. Nice, Philippe. How's your breathing? Look forward, Leo, if you can. Yeah, that's it. Beautiful. If you're adventurous jumping back into Chaturanga, go for it. If you're like, what is he talking about? <laughs> We're all going to meet in Downward Facing Dog. I have a whole month of crow that I will teach at some point this year, but uh, this is uh, uh, not the time uh, uh, right now. Nice everyone at home. Let's take a couple of moments here. Just focus on your breathing. The experience that is a, a yoga practice. And then inhale, raise the left leg behind you. As you exhale, bring the knee through center and quietly place the foot to the top of the mat. Warrior one. So let the arms bring you up on an inhalation. But then as you exhale, get a be tactile with the body. Back hip comes a bit forward. And as you lift the hip points here in warrior one, instantly the right glute is going to be on. You can touch your bum just to kind of reaffirm that. And then go ahead, reach the arms. You'd be welcome to lunge a little deeper. It's, it's totally your core, but focus on the back component of your hip joint. You might reinforce that by pressing the back foot into the mat. And then maybe a small back bend. You'd be pretty primed here, to be fair, to lift the chest up and slightly back. Yeah, really nice. Beautiful, everyone. If you're back bending, just gently release. And then together, hands at center, straighten the front leg. Take an inhalation. And as you exhale, come really towards halfway, but 45 degrees is also fine. So Pajvottonasana, pyramid pose. And then, no, what's your left hamstring doing? It's in a lengthened position. I'm presuming that's what you're experiencing. Now to create a kind of contrast, a tonal contrast, press the front left heel into the mat and imagine you're pulling it back to the back of the mat. And to be honest, you don't want to do that for very long because it's hard. Yeah, I know, I can see nodding, but you know, it's there for contrast. Beautiful. Come up about halfway, pause, raise the back right heel off the mat, lean forward, Vera three, warrior three pose. Yeah, you got it. And then just for a moment here, as you evolve into the balance, great Sam, firm that left outer hip like you did in chair pose. That's it. Beautiful breath, another moment. And then maintaining the balance, bring your right knee to the chest, level up the torso, still balancing on that left leg. And then as you are taking inhalation, exhale, right leg out to the right, it's still bent, so active tree. If you can resist taking the right hip point with you, it's not wrong, but we wanna isolate the movement uh, in the hip joint and just kind of exploring your own range of, of external rotation. 
certainly not as gratifying as the one version you're probably very familiar with. And then slowly bring that leg back to center. Bend the left knee just a moment. Place the right outer ankle on top of the left knee. Standing pigeon or Galavasana. If space permits for you, explore sitting down. But you will realistically be governed by how much range you have here. So move beyond range as, uh, as something to kind of move towards. For sure, do. But honor where you're at here as well. Just feel it in your body. Moving mindfully, when you're ready, bring that right knee back up towards the chest. Inhale, exhale, release, shake out the leg if you need. Question why you came to yoga this morning. And then we'll start to move on from here. So top of the mat, bring the arms alongside the body. We'll connect via a full vinyasa for those of you who are interested in taking it. So when you're ready, fine breath, take an inhalation and a full exhalation. Great. And then inhale, raise the arms overhead, look upwards. Exhale, forward fold over the legs. Inhale, lengthen halfway. Exhale, whatever you like, chaturanga or maybe straight to down dog or something else. Skillful movements as you exhale via chaturanga if you're taking it. Yeah, really great. And then from down dog, Inhale, raise the right leg behind you. And this time as you exhale, bend the knee and open the hip to the right. So split dog. And if you can, level off the shoulders, especially the right shoulder. And then this will be kind of quite specific. But bring your awareness to that top right thigh bone and lift up. Now you might need to fish around for that intensity or something that's interesting for that outer hip joint. So kind of, you might need to play with the angle, lift it a little higher, lower it a bit more, just kind of play with it. That's it. And then straighten off the leg, take an inhalation. Exhale, quietly step the foot through, warrior two. Inhale, the arms possibly will take you up. Exhale to land here. And just a few moments, just as you are, before we start to finesse this a little. So easeful breath, possibly audible. Reach forward, reach back. And then like you did with one foot in pyramid pose, we'll do the same intention with both feet. So bring your awareness to both heels. Press them into the mat and imagine you're pulling them in towards each other. You feel that? Yeah. Keep that for a couple of breaths. It's active and it's, it's pretty dynamic. Great. Release that. Then straighten the front leg. Inhale, lean the weight forward in preparation for triangle. Right hand to a brick or the shin. Left arm reaches to the ceiling. Uddita Trikonasana pose. Great. And again, that right hamstring is back into that long state. So you could potentially pay a bit more attention by anchoring that right heel into the mat. Lean back just a little. You're welcome to stay here or reach the top arm forward towards the top of your mat with the palm facing downwards. Another final option is to let that bottom arm raise forward as well with the palm facing upwards like you're carrying a tray of drinks as Emily always says. I guess you can choose what drink that's on, the, on your tray. How's your breathing? Wherever you are, inhale, come back up to center. Exhale, bend, warrior two, pause here. In preparation to balance for half moon, a block could be useful. It's your call though. 
Left hand to the left waist, lean forward and let your right hand come out in front of you, possibly on a block as you evolve into Ardha Chandrasana or half moon position. That's it. <laughs> Nearly Annie. <laughs> so you've got a few moments here. You don't have to raise the top hand, it's your choice. But staying in the same pose, bend the top knee at a 90 degree angle only and pause. And then with the right heel, kick back. So that's partly the back part of your hips. Now, if you can, catch a hold of the top foot with the top hand for Ardha Chandra Chapasana. And then if you can, start to kick into the hand and what happens there is more of the front compartment of your hip also becomes engaged. That's it. How's your breathing? If you have the foot released gently, together come back to half moon, straighten the leg. Exhale, step back to warrior two, pause. Take a moment, pause. You're not balancing anymore, so feel the connection of both feet down. That's it. And then strain the front foot, pivot the front toe so you're facing the long edge of your mat. Bring your hands to your waist, that's it. On an inhale, lift the torso up just a little. And as you exhale, go ahead, forward fold all the way down. Bring the fingertips or hands down. You can use props as well. And, and just kind of get in there for a few moments before we start to work this uh, slightly differently. Yeah. That's it. So, Prasarita Padottanasana. Come up at about halfway, hands out in front of you. And just like you've done in Warrior 2, press both heels into your yoga mat. And then imagine you're trying to pull them slightly inwards and then you feel that around your groin and your inner hip compartments. Take a moment to feel that. And then release that pause. Widen the stance out just a little. So just widen the feet out. And then look at your right foot. Turn the right foot out to a 45 degree angle and bend into the right knee, maybe more towards 90 degrees. Keep the left fingertips down. And then with your right forearm, press to the inside of your right inner thigh. And then I want you to kind of push those two body parts together. So you're kind of matching a bit of resistance. So let that right inner leg and right forearm press into each other. Now bring the sitting bones a bit back and the chest forward. Yeah, that's it. And then maybe the left arm reaches out in front of you if you really want to go for it. Take a few moments. I promise you'll be able to walk later. Release out of this, hands down. Turn those right toes back forward. Take an inhalation, lengthen the chest. Exhale, forward fold over the legs. Just take a moment. You might want to sway the torso or even bend the knees a little. Yeah, that's right. I'm not going to lie. This is kind of a, it's a fairly like, kind of deep uh, exploration of the hip joint here. It's multifaceted. So when you're ready, come up about halfway. Look at your left foot. Turn the left toes out at about no, 45 degrees and bend into that left knee. That's it. Keep the right hand onto the mat. And this time, let your right forearm touch. Literally get it in there and touch the left inner leg. And as well as making the shape, create resistance. Let the leg push into the arm and the arm push back. Hips back, chest forward. Maybe the right arm comes forward. It's your call though. Come back to center, both feet facing forward. Take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold. Just take a few moments, let that digest, let that settle in. And then place both hands to the waist with a flat back. Inhale, come all the way up to standing. 
Exhale, release the arms alongside the legs. Face forward, find warrior two, bend into the right knee. Take an inhale, Virabhadrasana two. Exhale, hands to the mat, first downward facing dog, pause. So you're welcome to stay here or inhale, shift forward, high plank position. Exhale, lower halfway, chaturanga, either knees or straight legs. Up dog or a different back bend. Downward facing dog. Just take a few moments, settle in. Great work, everyone. You might observe whether one hip or one side feels slightly different than the other. And then inhale, raise the left leg behind you. Exhale, bend your knee, open the hip to the left. So split dog. So the left hip is now in external rotation. And if you can level off both shoulders, it's useful because then the hip does slightly more of the work rather than spine and shoulders. And then with the top left thigh bone, lift up. Again, we're going to come into some other things where you're going to have to fish around a little bit, but kind of just play with it. Be inquisitive. You, you wouldn't be here otherwise. Beautiful. Just take a moment or two. And then straighten the leg, take an inhalation. Exhale, bring the knee through center and place the foot to the top of the mat. Warrior two. So inhale to come up and exhale to land. And I'm sure you have done this many times. So it's come to a warrior two version that is pleasurable for you before we start to finesse it a little. That's it. And then bring your awareness to the heels, press them into the mat. Imagine you're trying to pull them slightly towards each other. Like you're trying to scrunch up the mat. And yeah, that is for sure demanding. It's just another breath. Release that muscular intention, straighten the front leg. Inhale, guide forward in preparation for triangle and then place the left hand down. I'm really not so much concerned about how far you can get that hand down. I, Kind of look for something where the torso can legitimately um, be to the side. Yeah, that's it. Summer, raise your bottom arm up a little, bottom hand up. Yeah, and then rotate the torso a bit more to the wall. Yeah, you might want to lean the chest back a little. That's it. Maybe that front left heel together has a little bit of tone. You're pressing it down. Maybe the top arm comes forward with the palm facing down. So it's a nice lateral side stretch. Maybe the bottom arm comes forward as well. That's a challenging variation, but you're totally welcome to explore it. How's your breathing most of all? Wherever you are, inhale, come back up to center. Beautiful. Exhale, bend, Vera 2, Warrior 2, pause. And then right hand to the right waist and slowly let the left hand maybe come onto a block for a half moon pose. And like with kind of the majority of standing balances, it's the, the continuity of your breathing that will really assist. A steady gaze is generally pretty, pretty good as well. Yeah, nice everyone. And then staying in the same pose, bend the top knee at about 90 degrees, pause. And then with the heel kick back, that's your glute, back portion of your pelvis. And then maybe you can catch a hold of the top foot. And if you can kick into the hand, and then it's like a double whammy here, you uh, top of the hip becomes included. Great, Leo, beautiful. Great, Neil. Return to half moon where you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, step back, warrior two, pause. Again, a moment, not rushed, pause. And then 
Straighten the front leg, pivot the front toe so you're facing the long edge of the mat. This time again, hands to waist. Take an inhalation here. Exhale, fold about halfway only and pause. Lift the groins, let the chest come a bit forward. If you're looking to intensify, you can reach the arms out in front of you with the palms facing each other. It's your choice. Feel legs, groins, hips, and the spine is in a length and long position here. Yeah, really nice. Wherever you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, forward fold all the way down. And just for a couple of moments here, you can stay as you are or keep it pretty passive. You might bend one knee, sway left and right. Do the same thing with the torso if you wish. Kind of self-led movement here before we, before we move on. Great. And then come to center, hands to the waist with a flat back. Inhale, come all the way up. Exhale, arms alongside the body. Turn the heels in and the toes out and then bring your hands to your waist. And kind of just one final time here, like we've been doing, lift the hip points to the navel. Hip points to the navel. Now bend into the knees, goddess. Continue lifting the hip points to the navel. Reinforce that. And then maybe you stay here or reach the arms overhead. That's it. Take a few moments. So tail down, hip points lift and be realistic. Find length in your spine. How's your breathing? Perhaps you're moving a little bit more into that lunge base or that kind of base with the legs. And if you're feeling particularly adventurous, this, yeah, lift your heels off the mat. It's not unusual for the legs to go a bit jelly-like with that, but you know, if it's, as long as you can breathe and it feels appropriate for where you're at, fine. Wherever you are, take an inhalation. Exhale, straighten the legs, arms alongside the body, pause. Nice work. Just take a moment to digest that. And then face forward again, warrior two, bend into the left knee. Take an inhalation here, warrior two. Exhale, hands to the mat, downward facing dog, pause. Stay here for the final time. Inhale, shift the weight forward, plank position. Skillfully exhale, chaturanga. Use the whole inhale to backbend and the whole exhale to take you back. Beautiful. And then after a complete cycle of breath in your dog pose, Ardha Mukhasvanasana, find a wide-kneed child's position and take a few moments. Kind of just settle in here for a, for a bit before we move on. The hips in yogic philosophy are, are, are somewhat interesting in that they're often associated with the seat of our individuality and sexuality. So if we, if we think of this as in opening the hip joint physically in yoga in the pursuit of freedom, the freedom to identify with ourselves, who we are, our core values, and, and, and how we identify other people, how we interact with other people. Perhaps this is a moment for you to observe or reflect on what are the reasons why you, you come to practice yoga? Of what value does it give your life? When you're ready, come up to a seated position. Great. 
we good? <laughs> cool. You might want to sit on something. Uh, probably a brick is a little clunky, so a foamy block or a folded up blanket, those of you, uh, if you, if you need. You might not need this, but some bodies do. I, I personally do, so it's, it's totally up to you. So I'm going to come into a variation of gomukhasana legs. So I'd like you to bend your right knee onto your yoga mat at about a, what's that, kind of like 30 degrees, 20 degrees, so kind of like somewhat like that. And then stack the right, uh, the top left knee on top. Now, if this is problematic for your knees or it's just not possible, come to a cross-legged position and forward fold. So the same position that we started with and you'll kind of just swap sides. So from there, what I'd like you to do is with your right forearm, loop it underneath or hand, the top left knee. And then just lift that top left knee a little bit. And then like you've done on an occasion here this morning, press the knee and the arm together. Feel that? Yeah. Now, if you're curious about a little more and you might need to play with the angles here, think about rotating your torso to the right-hand side. It might give you more. And then another option here is with your left outer hip and sitting bone, pull down. Feel that? So you might need to fish with angles here. It's kind of, it's, it's subtle. So maybe the rotation isn't working for you. But somewhere probably around the left outer hip compartment, something might be interesting for you. Yeah. Let your breath be accommodating for that. Yeah, that's it. And then gently release. Usually people's facial expressions are a lot more <laughs> Interesting, <laughs> after this, shake the leg slightly if you need. And then just before the other side, boat pose, paripurna navasana. Bent knees or straight legs, I don't mind, but let the inner legs touch if you can. Let the knees move towards your chest. So top of your hip compartment or your hip flexors are in a level of engagement. Breathing for three. If you want more, reach the arms overhead. Chest forward though. Breathing for two. Stay for one and then release. Great. Didn't think you could escape core work that easily. <laughs> Other side. So left knee comes onto the mat. So it's kind of bent at like a 20, 30 degree angle. And then somehow if you can shuffle the right knee on top. Again, if it's problematic for you, cross-legged forward bend. And then lift the top knee up a little so you can loop the left forearm or palm, whatever is accessible here. That's it. I'm not mirroring you by the way. And if that's enough, that's enough. But you can experiment with bringing the torso to the right, maybe to the left. For me and my body personally, I feel the action of bringing that right sitting bone down brings something interesting. It's not going to be the same for everyone, but this is a moment for you to play with angles, rotation, what the sitting bone is doing, just to kind of see if you can target the right outer hip leg compartment. The action of squeezing the top knee and arm together helps to create a bit of active tone for reference. That's it. That's it. And then slowly release. Well done. If you need to shake out the legs, please do go for it. <clears throat> and then just shuffle a little further to the top of the mat if you can, just to kind of you can bend the knees, feet there. And then 
Just one more time, find boat pose. I would probably keep the knees bent for this variation. And then take an inhalation. Exhale, low boat, my favorite. So ideally the only thing on your yoga mat is kind of the pelvis, maybe part of the spine. So coil the shoulders up, lift the legs off the mat, pretty much just hovering. So this is front compartment of your abdominals, breathing for three. If you want more, bring the arms behind you. Breathing for two. I can never talk if I do that. Stay for one, I can barely talk now. And then go all the way down. Oh, yes, maybe take a sigh, nice work. Again, we want balance. We, we honestly, we really want balance. So this is the first time that you've come to lay down for over an hour. So enjoy it for a few moments. Enjoy the pelvis, especially the back of the hips, restful for a moment. And then just to kind of finish off, round off, one back bend. Now, you have blocks, so if you're like pretty done now in terms of uh, act, like being a little active, then you could slide a block underneath the flat part of your back and take something more restful. I'll cue bridge, but you know, if you feel like space is there, you can take it into something else. So bend the knees, place the feet onto the mat at about ooh, hip width apart. And then in your time on an inhalation, consider lifting the hips up and towards bridge or a supported bridge or maybe uh, another back bend. You know, we focused a lot on the top of the hip, so it should probably feel pretty spacious, particularly if you've moved towards Urdhva or wheel pose. Just be mindful of the opening of your shoulders. I haven't done an awful lot of arm overhead. So Leah, you could experiment with actually bringing the hands a little wider, potentially. That's it. And see if that gives you a bit more space to lift the chest up to the ceiling. Maybe, yeah. Great, Natalie. And then evidently the whole of your pelvis, the 360 degree element of your pelvis is here. Inner legs active, outer legs active. Glutes, top of the hips engaged. Just feel that. That's it. You'll know when it's the right time to come out, but be easeful with the descent, unrushed. Yeah, that's it. And just in a neutral spine as you come down, just enjoy that. Enjoy being in a neutral spine. And then consider whether you need to make any other final movements over the next 30 seconds or so. And then feel free to do this. I'd probably keep it soft. But otherwise, I recommend uh, taking Shavasana laying down, um, following this practice. Uh, seated meditation, yes, but I really want to give your pelvis, your hips, the 360 degree circumference of them, a real opportunity to be heavy and relaxed and, and laying down can really offer this. Yeah. So those of you at home, feel free to uh, yeah, grab blankets or props or anything that can help support uh, the body and, and, and yourself coming into rest. Similarly in, in the studio, feel free to grab what you need.
And then just as you settle in, laying down, just bring your awareness to the back rim of your pelvis or your hip joint. And allow it to have a characteristic of weight, heaviness, relaxation, moving in the direction downwards. Allow then your awareness to shift to the top part of your pelvis around pubis, hip flexors. Perhaps characteristics of lightness, spaciousness. And then the sides of the hips, so allow them to move in a downwards and outwards direction to the long edge of your mat. So there's a relaxed, quiet, yet spacious quality of the entire circumference of your hip joint. And you might let that be a template for the remainder of the body and the rest of the body.
bring your awareness to the back of the body and its connection on the mat beneath you. Notice to the natural soft quality of your breath. And from here, begin to deepen that breath. Noticing the movement along the front part of your body. Allowing that movement to be a template for other movement to, in your time, eventually make its way into the body. Eventually, allow both knees to come towards your chest, choosing a side to roll over towards for a couple of moments. With a soft gaze, or maybe your eyes still closed, continue pushing into the hands. Come up to a seated position, just as we began. And as you arrive there, allow your palms to connect at the center. And just before we, we end and we close, notice the sitting bones and the space around your hip joint now in this position that we close in, but also the position that we, we started in. And if there's any contrast, if there's any difference, a, a greater sense of freedom, freedom uh, that negates our ability to, to navigate life's ups and downs. Thanks so much for your practice this afternoon. Namaste. Thanks for practicing. If you enjoyed it, you're welcome to make an optional donation via my website, mattmulkayyoga.com. There, you'll also find more information about my online and in-studio classes, plus yoga retreats and workshops. Happy practicing and see you next time.